2: This is Hurricane Valley with Norm Hewitt and Ricardo Ball on SENZ.
0: Thanks to Razine, New Zealand's most trusted paint and long-time supporters of the Hurricanes. And shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse.
2: Yeah, welcome into Hurricane Valley. Ricardo on The Drive show, so Minaya filling in for him. uh, All thanks to uh, Razine, as Emma just mentioned in the stinger there. You can decorate with confidence with quality made Razine paints. And joining me live and direct from the Wellington studio in the capital there is Norm Hewitt. G'day, Norm. How are you, mate? Oh, God, I'm, I'm really well, thank you yourself Yeah not too bad actually, not too bad I will say that uh, um, Ben and I, producer Ben that is have just been made to take rat tests I can confirm that we are negative we don't have COVID so we're so we're good to go and just as well we are because it was a, a famous victory for the Hurricanes over the weekend, uh, they went down 17-0 initially a lot of the media are calling it a comeback did it feel like a historic comeback to you Norm, 30-17 was the final scoreline? Oh, look, I, I must say that first 40
0: minutes was very hard to watch the Canes play. And I think that that went for just about every team that played in Australia in the weekend, except the Highlanders. I thought the Highlanders gave up in the end and the, gave the Brumbies a, a a great success. The rest of the New Zealand teams, whether it was the Chiefs against the Waratahs, they didn't start well in the, the Waratahs. And that's where I think the Australian teams and the Dura, um, they have... A wee bit of an edge at the beginning, but I don't know if they can last the whole 80 minutes. And that's what we saw. And the only team they, they did was the Brumbies, but I think the Highlanders gave up. So as far as uh, going back to answer the question of the Canes, first 40 minutes was was terrible footy. From the Canes' perspective, I think they were just getting themselves, you know, okay, we're in a different country. We've got to get ourselves settled. Let's give the uh, Reds 17 points and let, let's not let them get any points in the second half because... The Canes came out in that second half. It totally look was like a totally different team on the field, but it was the same players.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the common themes throughout all of the games, as you mentioned, aside from the 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 Aussie team getting off to a hot start, was the yellow cards. We saw two um in this game. Connor Vest and Balen Sullivan got it, got himself a yellow card as well. Do you think? Uh, what sort of impact are all these cards having on the game? Do you think? Oh,
0: a huge, huge impact. Okay, a team that. That has the advantage while one player's down for twenty minutes is is huge. And if a team can capitalize on that, which every team can because it's about numbers, it's purely a numbers game. Hmm. Uh, a team that can defend against a team that's uh, with fourteen against fifteen and not have any points scored against them do extremely well. But it does have uh, or does have an impact on them towards the end of the game when it comes down to fitness. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. But look, yellow cards right across the board, Manai, I think so many yellow cards has a big impact on the game. I think if there's a yellow card, they should swap a player out straight away. And if they're due to come back on, that would be the suggestion. So we keep the competition 15-15, not disadvantaged with 14 and some, some teams
2: even at thirty. That's that's a great point you made because uh, obviously this year they've changed it to you know uh, 20 minutes in the bin for a, a red card and then you can bring someone else on. Um, but they haven't changed anything. You know, and that was so that the fans aren't disadvantaged. If you want people to come down to what they're calling a super round and then uh, one of the players that they've paid to see isn't on there for 10 minutes, you know, that's a little bit disappointing to the fans. So that's a that's a brilliant point that you make there about the, the yellow card, just an instant swap. All right, he's infringed. He doesn't get to be part of the game anymore. But the fans still get to watch a decent product.
0: Correct, correct. Uh, and I think that's something that, you know, the brains to be, it has to come from a front row forward to think of something like that, right? So being a front row forward, it's <laughs> quite simple. They've got 15 versus 14. Just put another player on there if one's off because they've got a yellow card. Because your yellow card to me today is a bit like a blood bin. They run off, you know, get get a to, and they run back on with a bandage on their head doesn't disadvantage the game. They replace the player, same with the yellow card, and I believe we'll get more people there because we're seeing some even contestant uh, contests going on within the game.
2: Yeah, a better, uh, a better product. Uh, one of the uh, victims of the yellow card, Balen Sullivan, he came back on to score a, uh, a freakish try that was almost an intercept, ruled knockback, and then he just found himself in broken play. He was um, you know, miles out in front of anyone. No one could catch him. How, how good's Balen Sullivan been this season?
0: Oh, look, I, I like this kid. I think he's got real spunk and he's got real game. He's got real atti- attitude. He makes it happen really, really well when he gets on, um, gets the opportunities. And, he you know, it doesn't rock him when he, something doesn't quite go right. He just goes, oh, oh no, we'll carry on, <laughs> and he scores a try. So I, I love this kid. I think he's been a great attribute to the, the Canes. His brother's not too bad in the, in the Blues. And you know, I think um, he's got a great future if we can keep him in Kane's territory. which I hope we do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, some other brilliant performances over the weekend. I mean, every weekend, anytime Artie Savier walks onto a rugby field, you're guaranteed he's going to play a great performance. How how good was he on the weekend, and how good has he just been for the for the uh, for the Hurricanes in general?
0: Well, is one word. Right? It's inspirational. In- inspirational. He's he's inspirational and. In- in his leadership and when he carries and when he defends, just presence on the field. He lifts the rest of the team. He he when I he's everyone gets in a slipstream and, and they just carry on. You know, it also uh someone like Geordie Geordie going from what has been a quite a, a a revelationary but, you know, a good move for having him in the midfield, mm. back at the back. And what do he do? He done a great job. Or and TJ's coming into his own. Yeah, DJ this, Purinara, He's definitely coming into his
2: own as well. This was something that I've talked to uh, a few people about in the last couple of weeks. Is that um, you know the, they talk about the the All Black power and the Crusaders, uh, the Blues, the Chiefs, the Hurricanes don't have as many, but the ones they do have are in crucial positions. And I liken it to an NRL spine. They've got a you know they've got a halfback, they've got a fullback, they've got essentially Artie's playing what a, what a lock would play in, in rugby league. You know, he's that link man. Um, he's a devastating ball runner, great defender as well. So the the players that they have, the All Blacks that they do have, I think they're getting more out of than just about any other team in the comp.
0: Oh, 100%. And, and it's based on, you always build your team around your halfback and your eight. And look, Dane Coles comes back, you, you build it around your hooker, your halfback, your eight. And then you have your fullback because they see the whole game going across left and right and they can read the play. So, we've got four, three out of those two, four top players and they've built a really good team around them. And those, those players inspired by these players. So they pick up their game and we get people coming, shining like Balen Sullivan just shines oh, because and of those, those players.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Another one I want to throw at you is Artie's brother, Julian Savio. I feel like he's having a bit of a, a renaissance as Julian this year.
0: Yep. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. I think there's a certain part throughout anyone's career where you get a bit of a second win, and it's like Julian's found like the that love and that passion back to where he was when before he was an all black and when he was early all black and then players do get a bit lost and i I agree with him and I think he's come back with some you know a, a lot of energy he's got a lot he's got his work rates quite outstanding in the, some of the games i've seen I've seen him going from the wing to the ruck to the to the to the mall, back to the wing, making his tackles. Uh, you know, the work rate there is, is really picked up and it's great to see that, you know, he is another player that brings that energy for the team to to follow on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He's starting to look like the bus again. You know, he's always been Julian Savier, but he's starting to look like the bus again. I and mean, famously when he went over to, to Europe, the owner of that club was saying he he wanted to check the receipts because he didn't think that was the same Julian Savier that he uh, <laughs> that he paid for. But um yeah, he's been looking outstanding this week. On the other side of the field though, Hunter Paisami, how good was he? God, he's a handful on the weekend.
0: Yeah, and look, he he re- was really the disruptor for the Reds at the in the whole game actually. Yeah. Every time he got the ball, he was taking at least two defenders, sometimes three. He was holding that line really, really well. Exceptional um, young man, and again, it's another one of those players that he's got higher honors. He's played at the highest uh, level, and he'll play there again. And you know, all he needs is a good outside and inside. I'm not saying they're not good; they just need to make sure they could run off his line. They would score more tries, but they're letting him do all the hard yards. And I just don't think the Reds are playing a pattern that allows them to run off army because. He's so devastating with the ball in
2: hand. He's he's so good. They just they you know he's often the first receiver just because they're like look this is the best bloke on the park. We need the ball in his hands as often as we possibly can, and that's why the Reds were one of the top two uh, Australian teams before the divisions merged. You've got the uh, the other top two uh, team coming up this week in the Brumbies. How hard's that Brumbies matchup going to be?
0: Look, it is going to be hard, and the the Hurricanes are going to have to start like they started in the second half against the Reds if they're going to match the Brumbies because the Brumbies got their nose above the the Highlanders and then they just finished. They closed it out really well in the end, even though look, I was really, to be honest, disappointed with the Highlanders and the way they actually shaped up to that game and didn't really set. They got really helter-skelter and they, to me, made the Brumbies look good. But don't underestimate the Brumbies against the Hurricanes. going to be a tough match. And the Hurricanes, like I said, have to come out like they played the second 40 against the Reds in the beginning of the game on Sunday. And if they don't do that, it's going to be another hard day at the office.
2: It's going to be a tough weekend for them. I do think that the Hurricanes have got everything uh, they need within the camp to to take out the win against the the Brumbies, who will be feeling good, I guess, after the win, like you mentioned. Um, We're going to go to a quick break here on uh, Hurricane Valley. On the other side of this, we've got Gordon Simpkins joining the show. Yeah, that's right, are filling in for Ricardo on uh, Hurricane Valley. Uh, Norm Hewitt in the Wellington studio as well. All thanks to Razine. Decorate with confidence with quality Kiwi made. Razine paints. Time to get to our next guest. Uh, he played as a loose forward for the Hurricanes, later on going on to represent Scotland in the international arena earlier on this evening, coaching uh, his sons. Um, I don't know if I caught what team it was. He joins us now, Gordon Simpson. What, what sport was your uh, son playing that you were coaching earlier on?
1: Wow. Well, good evening, um, I, Uh Rugby, and uh, he was uh, participating at East Coast Base Rugby Club on the North Shore of Auckland.
2: Oh, brilliant! How, how did training go? Yeah. They how's how's the mood in camp? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: for J four, um, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, a uh, bit of a train wreck. But um, oh, listen, it's early days. It's our first training run. Few, few, uh, few no shows. But um, yeah, it's still uh, school holidays. So uh, let's hope next week's a, a little bit better, and we get some full numbers of training.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We we're just talking about the uh, the first match uh, against Australian teams. They're taking on the Reds. It was a comeback uh, victory, finishing up thirty to seventeen. What did you make of that game on the weekend?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I think uh, the composure shown by the Hurricanes was good. I think maybe in previous years gone by, it uh, there may not have been that composure. Um, and um, I thought, uh, yeah, listen, I think it's been probably been addressed uh, before. I've sort of come on as maybe the discipline needs to be looked at that was probably a uh, a big thing especially in the the early part of that game um sort of put the hurricanes behind the eight ball um but like I said I think the composure was good and they sort of stuck and stuck with uh, what they um what they, what the team plan was and the game plan was and they um they got through over the line of the end but um yeah, listen that was a good Reds team um I think the Reds and and the um, the um, the Brumbies are the, the two sort of key teams in the in, in the Australian conference who are who are probably going to perform. Um, but uh, as far as the Hurricanes go, yeah, and no, I thought their, their their performance and and how they stuck to their sort of game plan and and di- didn't panic too early, obviously with with the discipline issues, um, got through it all right. So that'll that'll give them, that'll sort of give them confidence and sort of moving forward because I think they they meet the Brumbies uh, this weekend.
2: Yeah, talking about that uh, that Brumbies game. It's another top two clash uh, for the Hurricanes after, I mean, they've been a little bit unfortunate with some of the results that they've had very tight finishes in the New Zealand conference. Now that they're over there, how how do you think they're going to go against uh, the other of the top two Australian sides?
1: Yeah, well, I think uh, with the Brumbies, um, it was hard to get a real good gauge against the Highlanders because I thought the Highlanders were poor in sort of all aspects of, of that game. Um, but uh, I mean, if you, you sort of go on past and, and, and the games I've had in the Australasian sort of the Australian competition so far to date, um, the Brumbies have got a pretty pretty um, pretty secure forward pack. Um, they they're obviously known for their uh, rolling mauls on the line out close to the line. So I think for the Hurricanes that'll be a, a, a key um, a key sort of focus to try and uh, eliminate their sort of um, their driving maul. I'm sure that's what they'll be sort of. Focusing the Brumbies will be focusing on this week uh, as far as attacking the hurricanes, um, and I think with the hurricanes, they they, they kind of need to get a bit of ball early on, and, and obviously, um, and look, look after it, so work on it, and then um, obviously eliminate their uh, ill-discipline. Um, so I'm sure that's sort of all areas that they're um, they're focusing on uh, this week. But um, listen, I think it'll be I think it'll be a good game. Um, you know, I think the Brumbies are probably the top team. And um, and um, for the Hurricanes to meet them second up, I think it's a it's a good opportunity to sort of gauge where um, you know I guess at the moment sort of um, third or fourth place New Zealand team, the Hurricanes uh, go against sort of the top ranked sort of Australian team, so it should be good performance. But I think the Highland the Hurricanes really need to focus on um, a couple of areas, obviously the discipline and um, and obviously the um, the rolling more line out more from um, from the Brumbies.
0: Gordon, uh, Norm Hewitt, mate, uh, tell us. Besides the coaching, what else are you doing now since footy's been over for you?
1: Oh, long time between drinks, Norm. <laughs> um, yeah, nah. So I, so obviously, uh, returning back from Scotland um, in two thousand and geez, what am I going to say here? Two thousand and eight or two thousand and seven? Um, sort of weird. <laughs> Funny enough, I used to enjoy uh, one side of the bar, but then I jumped over the other side and bought myself a bar and restaurant uh, on uh, returning back to New Zealand. So did that for 10 years. Um, then I uh, was a little bit of a late bloomer with the whole marriage and children thing. So I um, didn't sort of end up time the knots till I was 40, 41. got a couple of kids now, a boy and a girl, uh, five and nine, and sort of do a bit of day- daddy daycare now, uh, as well as... Um, some sites, uh, site managing uh, for a construction company. So that keeps me busy, but um, also fortunate enough to have a very corporate um, wife who's um, successfully um, in the uh, corporate uh, arena at the moment. So um, the flexibility around my work is good, I sort of do the early uh, early shift from 7 to 2 each day, so it gives me the opportunity to do the um, sports, which I love. Uh, the coaching of my um, my daughter's um, sport and my my son's sport, so kind of where I am now, back based in uh, North Harbour, uh, born obviously when I was born and bred, and um, yeah, just ticking over, doing the old um, doing the old family thing most of the time now, and trying to um, get get the kids sort of enjoying and 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 um, and sort of going well with their sports. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where I am at the moment,
2: Norm. <laughs> I've got a question for for both of you. I'll, I'll start with you though, since we've got you on the line, uh, Gordon. The the rolling yeah. mall, there's So much has been made of this um, as a forward. How do you how do you defend against the rolling mall? Is there much you can do if the Brumbies have got a, a line out in your sort of twenty or so? What are, what are you thinking? What are you what are you trying to do there?
1: Yeah, I think it's difficult. I mean, it's um, obviously as a loose back in the day, a loose forward. Um, we we tended to stay away from them as much as we could, and only got dragged in if it was sort of going at uh, quite a rate of uh, knots. But um, oh, listen, I think I think uh, if we can, if you can sort of ground the, the, the line lineout jumper straight away off the off the lineout, um, that's probably a key component. Um, I think outside of that, if a, if, a, if a team's good at it um, and um, they have their systems all set up and and, and it's tight, I guess. Um, Norm would probably know a bit more about me around the solar structure of it, but um it's a difficult thing um to to sort of negate. Um so yeah, listen, I think initially it's it's trying to it's trying to take it down from the beginning, basically the light out jumper and sort of dragging him to ground if you can. Um I think sometimes rugby players get a little bit sort of um, heightened in their sort of uh, sort of streets and stuff, think that no 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 we can drive these guys back or you know listen they won't get past us. Um, whereas I think sometimes probably the the, the best the best sort of um, from, from my from my point is getting the getting the thing sort of on the ground straight away so they can't they can't sort of uh, initiate that sort of momentum with that drive. But yeah, listen it's it's a difficult one um, and if like the Brumbies, I mean I think they've been renowned for it for many a year. They're pretty good at it, um, and they've got a very good system. So it would be certainly interesting to hear sort of Norm's views on this because yeah. as a loose forward, that, that that would be my one. I mean, basically bringing it down as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, look, I, I agree with you, Gordy. In regards to number one, sacking the, the line-out is your number one first uh, option to go to. And you've got to be pretty quick on that because, you know, um, a lot of uh, touch judges and referees are... are are in there pretty quick if you're not doing it uh, ASAP. Uh, The second part is if you've got the rest of the forward pack aiming to, all they do is drive and they're binding up and they're really solid, you can counteract their drive any time. Why? Because your, your lock is standing up. So if you always see the lock standing up and he's pretty tall and he's trying to drag, and then you've got the two support players trying to get in there, get set to go forward. An opposition team that can get down like a front row and drive it into like a scrum that is lower than the opposition and they get their set phase and their body positions right can really drive uh, the line-up. It is difficult. It's it's not easy, but a good driving line-out, uh, counter line-out by drive itself uh, will will contain because the referee will go, use the ball, use the ball, and then they have to use the ball as long as they've held them for a certain amount of time.
2: It's yeah. interesting stuff. I mean, exactly. we've seen so many of them. All of the leading tri-scorers um, in the Super Rugby this year all seem to be hookers off the back of those rolling walls. Um, but out wide, Gordon, how good have the uh, the outside backs been for the Hurricanes, your, your Balen Sullivans, your, your Julian Saviers of the world?
1: Yeah, I think Julian sound sounded sort of new lease of life. You know, he sort of came back and was a little bit quiet and, and, and was probably still trying to find his feet again coming back into New Zealand Rugby. Um, but listen, I think... I think we heard an interview from Adi um, a few weeks ago that you know we tr- we're trying to get um, we're trying to get uh, Julian the ball or trying to get Julian to come and find the ball because you know, he's pretty devastating. He always breaks the advantage line. He's obviously got a, a, a good pace store around him. So um, yeah, now he's he's been he's been um, he's been uh, he's sort of come of age again, sort of second lease on life and just New Zealand rugby. Um, we Houston, yeah, listen, I've, I've always rated that guy. It's um, not much of him, but he's, he has some serious skills. Um, and um, and uh, listen, I, th- I think you know, sort of one on one, he's 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 as good as anyone in the in the country. Um, listen, he may lack a bit of size, but I just think he's he's just he's a great finisher. He uh, he has all the attributes um, of a good winger. And um, yeah, Balaen Sullivan. I mean, he's yeah. Listen, I I, ha- I haven't I haven't sort of seen a lot of them. I have I haven't I don't know too much about him, But I thought. I think it sort of in that in that area. He's 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 looks like he's a fantastic finisher. He's got a good work rate and um, he's got some excellent skill. So it's a nice thing that back I think that back three for the um, for the Hurricanes is great. And you know and, and you know obviously Geordie's playing in, in the midfield at the moment, which is something different. But I think he's really excelled at that. But you've always got the option of putting him back to fifteen, where you know he also excels. So. Listen, I think hurricanes back three and listen i think over the years it's always been pretty pretty awesome uh, the back three of the hurricanes so uh, i i don't think we' sort of i think we're sort of up there with with the best around at the moment as far as our back three and um it's exciting that um you know if we can if we can give them some ball if they, if that uh, front five pot five of the hurricanes can give them some ball and we can retain it and um and there's so much potential out there and, and opportunity.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks very much for your time, uh, Gordon. It's great to, great to have you, auntie, see what you're up to these days and also great to get your thoughts on the game. Cheers, mate.
1: Yeah, no problem at all, any time.
2: Absolutely, we'll hold you to Cheers. that. We'll hold you to that, Gordon. <laughs> no worries. Brilliant. Uh, Lewis Ford, Gordon Simpson there, former Scottish international as well. Uh, just before we run out of time here, Norm, uh, do you think the Hurricanes have got what it takes? What's your prediction uh, against the Brumbies?
0: Yeah, look, I think the Hurricanes will take them out because they will know now what they have to do uh, against the Aussie team. So I've got the uh, Hurricanes uh, on top. In regards to that that match, Warner Pacific against the Rebels. uh, Warner Pacific, I think they'll take the Rebels. Crusaders will take the Waratahs. The Druid will take the Hollanders. Blues will smash the force. And I think the game of the weekend... Besides, the Hurricanes will be the Chiefs Reds.
2: So there it is, Manai. Anything else you need? Put put the house on it. Thanks very much, Norm Hewitt. That's been Hurricanes Valley for another week. We'll see you back here uh, next week.
0: For logbook servicing
1: you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.